having having getting to hold my son and have that skin to skin contact mm. after he had that contact with with my wife. Yeah, weird. It's not even you know just oh it's a cute baby. It's this whole whole other feeling. It's amazing. Yeah, connection mm. and love. It's yeah. like everyone talks so about pure. the love, right? Mm. But until you actually experience that love, you can't it's, even imagine it. Hello and welcome back to No Place Like Home. I am Larissa and I'm here with my co-host Jessica. Hello. Um, Today we're also here with Shane um, and we're chatting to Shane about um, some of the things that came up in our market research. Really around there was this constant theme of women saying they wished that they knew how their – they wished they – Their partner (laughs) knew how they felt. I was going to get that out. Um, And we really want there to be an equal voice on this podcast because, yes, postpartum is very much about the woman and her experience and that transition from maiden to mother. Um, But there's also a really huge part of this that is also the partner that is involved and we really want that. Um, equal voice to come through and be heard. So we're really excited to have you here with us, Shane. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, Do you want to just give us a little background about yourself and then maybe just a bit of context around your and your partner's um, postpartum experience and birth? Because I know that there's a bit of a story around (laughs) that. Um, Yes. Um, So... My name's Shane. I'm yeah. in my mid-30s. I'm a paramedic. Mm. Um, I've been a paramedic for about six years um, with a bit of training for about four years prior to that. Mm. Into this role. I'm a father of two. Mm-hmm. My oldest son's four and my youngest is one. Oh. Um, yeah. Very new. It's, it's very fresh. Yeah. yeah. Very fresh. Such a journey going mm. from not having kids, planning, going into it a bit blind mm. and then your plan kind of goes out the window as soon as something pops mm. up. Mm. Go, wow, okay, I was not expecting this. <laughs> I was not expecting yeah. where this was going to go. Mm. Um, do you want, Would you like me to just... Yes, yeah, start from the first sort of experience, I suppose. Yep. Um, did you guys go into that pregnancy having a plan the first time around we did yeah so Mm. my my wife did a lot of research around the kind of things that she wanted Mm. um with a birth plan Mm -hmm. and obviously we attended the um, as first-time parents the regular classes the hospital provides yes mostly clinical based medical Mm. based then a holistic open-ended approach Mm. um in which i'm a little bit versed with X, Y, and Z for those classes, mm. though we felt that we weren't getting enough information from it. So right. my wife did some more research, found a um, a group in Melbourne that were doing like a come birthing class. Oh, yes. Okay, with some really great stuff about stretching, some affirmation kind of things yes. and calm breathing techniques to kind of help out with those things. Um, I think personally for myself with this experience and going through pregnancy I realized I had a bit of anxiety Mm. um 
with my wife going into labor and having her birth. Mm. And she originally wanted to not have a hospital birth. She wanted to have it at home birth. Right. I was very on the fence, if not against it. Okay. Only from all the horror stories I'd heard from work. Of course. Had um, you also, had you attended any births prior? Yeah, I uh, to... actually had. Sorry, I forgot to mention yeah. that. So I'd already done two prior to that. Were they One, sort of emergency, babies uh, coming, not yeah. going to the hospital in time, paramedic comes to help? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So I've, I've delivered two. Wow. Um, in a living room. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, pretty amazing special moments. Very yeah. opening moments for myself when I was quite young and new to the yeah. job. And... Um, with those, no complications, bubs were very healthy, mums were very healthy. Um, everything was is the perfect thing. And from my perspective as a paramedic, for a birth that's got no complications or mum has no issues through pregnancy, I'm, I'm not doing anything. Mum's bodies are made to deliver babies mm-hmm. naturally. Mm-hmm. It's We've been doing it before medicine was invented, before yeah. science, before technology. Mm, yeah. mm. Um you know, we're doing it in caves with low lighting. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> your body's going to do it. When yep. it's ready, it's going to happen. Mm. So for a normal pregnancy, if I'm attending that as a job, all I'm doing is supporting mum, supporting mm. dad, whoever else the family is, mm. letting mum do everything. Mm-hmm. You tell me when you have the urge to push. Mm. You tell me when you're feeling your contractions. Wow. Did you get training Just, for this? or nah. like So it's kind of like on the job. This, this is like uh, – there's, there's the theory side, the practical side, and the experience side on road. Yeah. I think the experience side is the most valuable because mm. you can put the practical and the theory together mm. and just learn from your experiences and keep growing from that. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So then where do you think that anxiety that you had, where oh, do you think that tangent, came yeah. from? Yeah. No, no, no. no. We love her horror stories. So, so. us, uh, so again, back to work, mm. my training for – um, assisting people in emergencies is the worst of the worst, especially yeah. for pregnancy, yeah. um, which we don't see a lot of. We don't get a lot of hands-on experience with those kind of complications. And mm-hmm. they turn south really quickly with pregnancy, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. They need to be at a specialist hospital intervention um, mm. on a theatre table in 30 minutes. Mm. Um, and I work regionally. So to get someone regionally having those complications... Yeah. To it's very the different city someone in the is, city. Yeah, mm. it's very hard. Yeah. Mm. Um, in which case that was kind of our our issue is we lived regionally. So to get my wife yeah. there okay. very quick if something was to happen. I was just You didn't thought, want that. No, I didn't want to go through that stress. Yeah. So I didn't realise this until having a bit of an open dialogue communication with my wife. This is where all this is coming from. I think I've got a little bit of a anxiety because of work mm-hmm. and knowing what could happen and mm-hmm. seeing these signs and going, she needs this. I, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my best friend. I don't want to lose my first mm-hmm. child. Mm. So, um, Oh my God, I'm going to cry. You <laughs> said I don't want to lose my it, best friend. <laughs> Shit. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's once the class was finished, uh, my wife said, Hey, did you want to talk to this, this lady taking the class about your anxiety because mm. of, of work and everything? You just, see if she's got any information for you. Um, she sat down and had a chat to me one-on-one for a while after class, like a good hour about oh, it. Wow. Um, and I told her that I'm a paramedic for work. Mm. She's a midwife as well as a few other things. So she completely understood where I was coming from mm. and said, you'll be surprised in the heat of the moment, you're, you're not going to have your, your work hat on. 
You mm. want to switch to, you know, best friend, dad hat. Mm. You know, this is your life partner. Mm. You, you're going to be in that moment. It's it's not going to happen. But if it does, all the techniques I provide you for calm breathing, the affirmations, mm. as much as you give this to her, as soon as you see her taking on board and having relief, it'll hit you as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Give it, give it a go. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Mm. So she ended up, your, your wife birthed. In a hospital, first time around, right? First time around was yeah. in a hospital, yep. Yeah. Um, so we were planned and booked at a hospital. Um, Did all the calm long. birth stuff. It was really long. <laughs> yeah. It was um, 52 hours. Oh, wow. In total. Oh, um, Yeah. Really long. Um, I've never seen, <laughs> I've never seen my wife battle through something so intense um, mm. and keep pushing through not get as sleep deprived as I was. Um, mm. It was, it's just amazing to see, see her struggle and just continually push through. And uh, I don't want to say the word fighting cause it's not like she's fighting, but she's, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's a, a bit length, of a physical, it's a physical, physical endurance. Battle. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's an absolute marathon. You bit really of cliche see to say the for, power yeah. in women yeah. when you watch them give birth, exactly. don't you? It's just so powerful. And it, to do it and for that long, yeah. wow. And it was it was weird because, like, obviously I've seen it at work, like I mentioned, but to see it. Well, you saw it from the start. From the start to yeah. here and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it takes on a different form when it's the person that you love and exactly there's a relationship there. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So birth plan <laughs> was meant to be very calm using those techniques, um, which we got to use a f- quite a very few of those techniques actually at work to treat um, until they just didn't because the labor wasn't progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason her, her labor ended up being so long, her contractions instead of, I won't go too medical, mm. instead of them being quite regular um, and progressing, they were becoming irregular, intermittent on and off. Mm. Um, and it just wasn't progressing. We, I think we went through three shift changes through staff. Wow. And it was the second shift change. The, the midwife had noticed, oh, this is, something's not quite right here. Let me do some assessments if that's okay. I was like, yep, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, so she, she did her assessments and realized, no, there's, I think baby's position's not right compared to when they were scanned mm. a couple of days ago. Something, something's changed. Um, and that's when they found out the baby's position had become posterior mm. and instead of the head being tucked mm-hmm. into the body and engaged, it was kind of, um, extended out. So not, yeah. not tucked in, but stretched mm. right out, um, which made it very hard for, for our first child to actually come through the cervix, um, needing a little bit of medical intervention. So our original birth plan was basically no drugs, just nice and calm. And we ended up having to throw it out the window and <laughs> go down we, we still went with the lighter stuff, but mm. um, it is what it is, yeah. And then um, as it progressed on, because of the duration, there's obviously timeframes for which certain risk factors get quite great, greater and get increased mm-hmm. um, in terms of you know, uh, antipartum or postpartum hemorrhage, um, yeah. resorting to potentially um, my wife or the baby. Mm. Yeah. Um, being put in harm's way. Yeah, mm. correct. Yeah, sorry. It's yeah, still right. a bit triggering. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, when they, one of the midwives had brought in a, a specific crib that's for 
um, resuscitation of a neonate. Um, so they brought that in before? They, they had brought that in a little bit later, uh, but before we had birthed. And when I saw it, because of work, oh, I turned around and I said, exactly sorry, was. can yeah. someone talk to me about what's going on? Has, have I missed something? Because um, at this stage, we've got two midwives. Um, I think there was a student there in placement, a gynecologist, uh, sorry, an obstetrician and a pediatrician who have been back and forth coming in and out. Uh, the midwives had stayed with us the whole time. And so I just said to one of the midwives, I said, can you please explain why, why, why is this here? No one's really said anything. She's like, I'm so sorry. This is just in preparation because she explained to me the risks, the time frame, how long it's been progressing for. Um, that, uh, yeah, mm. we're potentially heading towards um, worst case scenario and we need to prep for that. And I said, okay, can I have an idea of the time frame and exactly what are the numbers and what are we looking at? Where do we regress? What's plan A? What's plan B? Good on you. So I've gone from a little bit of yeah, yeah. Um, my best friend hat because my wife's she's concentrating on her thing yes. too. I need to put a little bit of my paramedic hat on mm-hmm. and advocate for my wife as best as possible, knowing what could be happening and what could go wrong. Um, and she, the, the midwife said to me, um, we've just had a chat to the um, obstetrician um, and basically the window is if she doesn't naturally deliver this baby in the next um, four hours, we're going to have to take him to theatre. I said, okay, what can we do to, to assist? She said, look, we've got to get and running. Um, mm. I don't know if it should go. I don't want to go too much into medical yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's just to assist with any potential trauma that could occur. Um, and I said, okay, hang on. Before we do this, what, what else can I do to... to provide relief for her for a contraction. She's in a lot of pain. The, the stuff mm. that we've been giving her is not working. Um, she said epidural's probably the next bet. I said, okay, no worries. Let me have a chat to her. Let her know what's happening. So I said, look, they're about to give you an infusion of this, um, of, of syntocin. Do you want to go down the line of having an epidural? She said, yeah, yeah. I definitely want it. I'm ready. If they yeah. give me syntocin, oh, put, yeah. put, put me long. on it. I said, yeah, no worries, done. I said, look, I've got, to, I've got to let you know um, the epidural's hopefully going to take effect. If it doesn't, there's a chance they're going to prep you for, for cesarean, all right? Um, but I'm going to be with you yeah, through the yeah, whole thing, yeah. okay? She's like, no, 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 just, it's like, no worries, you're okay. You're doing doing the best, doing the best you can with what we're doing. Mm. Um, so the it was interesting when the anesthetist came into the room, um, the vibe kind of changed. Oh. So the anesthetist came into the room um, and instead of kind of going with the flow and just slotting in, providing the medication, getting it set up and then leaving, um, the, the entire energy and vibe in the room just completely flipped. And I... <sighs> was it like an urgency or...? No, it was... I, I suppose most people deal with this when they you know, they see the GP, they might see um, a nurse or someone in health who does, doesn't have people skills. Oh, yeah. Terrible bedside manner. This, yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Um, not only horrible to to us without saying anything, but also horrible to the midwives. Oh. Um, very, I don't know if it's like a 
their bad day. They've not had their coffee, not had enough sleep. I don't know. Um, but but yeah, it just it was wasn't horrible, a nice experience. Horrible. It was making them had one of the midwives had to take them aside and have words with them because they made the rest of the staff cry in our cubicle. That's just how offensive they were. Yeah. What an experience you're yeah, having so far. It's, like it's, we don't don't need welcome that. To like parenthood. we're already in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. It's wow. just um, horrendous. But um, every drill worked a treat. And, oh, good. Um, next thing we knew, the head was coming through. Amazing. And the biggest surprise was my son's hair was bright and blonde. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, just to be fair to everyone, um, biracial couple, my wife's blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Caucasian-Australian. So um, there's no, like, milkman or yeah. <laughs> kind of thing there. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that was amazing. Um, and assisting the wife with supporting him as he came out mm. um, and just kind of slotting in amongst them, doing doing their craft, doing their trade. Um, and then, yeah, wow. It, that was amazing, just that, yeah. that whole moment. Very yeah. different yeah. to being at work and mm-hmm. assisting someone at home do it um, or even watching it at a hospital. Yeah. Very different again when it's your own. Just amazing, and I just just remember just giving so much love to my wife just after what she did. Did you just, just have a flood of emotions after? Or, oh yeah, yeah. That was it's such a weird experience. Yeah. Like you, you hear a lot of mum and women talk about that whole that love bubble, that oxytocin release. Mm-hmm. It legitimately, is real. One hundred percent is real. Yeah. Um, you even get it as a sideline character to yeah. you know going to a family who've just literally given birth, you've walked in there and you go, whoa, yeah. feel the energy. This is yeah. amazing. Yeah. This is great. Um, yeah. And having, having, getting to hold my son and have that skin to skin contact mm. after he had that contact with, with my wife. Yeah. Weird. It's not even, you know, just, oh, it's a cute baby. It's this whole, whole other feeling. It's amazing. Yeah, connection. Mm. And love. It's like everyone talks about the love, right? Mm. But until you actually experience that love, you can't even imagine it. And a lot of friends were asking me, what does the love feel like? And I said, you know the love you have here, your pets, Mm -hmm. because most people are dog lovers and they love their dogs. Um, That feeling you have for your dog, it's probably a hundred times more than that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Dog owners are going to be like, my dog is, is my baby. Is I have a dog. I still <laughs> I love him. He's my first child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was your very big experience. Then how did you move through into the postpartum? So and actually, all the, I, as well as that, did mm. the train, did the any of the education you did while she was pregnant, was there any talk of the postpartum in that that mm. you can remember? Mm. Did you plan Abs- for your postpartum? So, yeah, did you have a postpartum plan? The postpartum phase was there was really no plan. Yeah. Um, just completely blind. And no one, I think it was after afterwards, maybe after a couple of months thinking back on it or even a good year after thinking back on it and realising why the f*** does no one ever talk about that transition phase from mm-hmm. hospital to home? And that whether it's two weeks or that month of you, your partner, your newborn, and it's it's not just the world's changed. It's not just that everything's rearranged. The relationship status is, is flipped on its head. It's 
everything is different. Mm-hmm. It is testing. It's hard. It's it's a lot. It is it's, a lot. It's like full-time work, 24-7. Um, and I mean 24-7 because there's you're not sleeping. No. Your sleep's light. I don't remember yeah. last time I had a deep sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I work night shift. I work rotational shifts as a paramedic. And people go, wow, you must You'd be used be. to it. Yeah. No, it's different. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Yeah, wow. So um, it's it's horrendous. So, yeah, my postpartum, we we didn't have a plan. There was no education. Mm-hmm. No one really spoke to us about things that we could do afterwards to recover or to rest properly. Um, the only thing that we did have was my mum. My mum came and mm. I don't know if – in everyone else's families, this is kind of the same thing or if this is just more a cultural aspect from mm. my background. But what is your background? Uh, Indian. Mm. I'm Indian. Um, parents grew up in Fiji, so Fiji Indian, I suppose. <laughs> it's like me saying I'm Australian Indian. It's, yeah. Um, so and, and in our culture I've noticed that when a mother's um, given birth and is at home, um, it's this – not so much of a male um, input into providing care or support at home. It's, um, you know. It's the aunties and the. It's aunties. The grandmas that it's gr- gather around. The grandparents the, yeah. or the mothers. It's yeah. it's them supporting the new mum and bub. Yeah. It's the village. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that, that kind of mentality. So mm. when my mum came, she said, what can I do? I said, um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can you do? Look. I'm just going to, I'm going to assist bathing my son and getting him back to sleep and obviously can't breastfeed him. My wife can do that. Mm. Um, but whatever else I can do mm. to get, let her rest and recover, let her do that, let her have her time with our son. Mm. And um, if you can just help me in maintaining the house, the house mm. um, help me with some cooking. Yeah. She's like, I'll even make some food. Let's go get some takeaway containers we'll freeze it all perfect amazing Thanks. that'd be great um How and, and that's that's about it mm. that's that's all i can really ask for i don't know if there's anything you can think of mm. feel free to put it out there and mm. um yeah so she stayed for two weeks three two weeks to a month i think oh, something wow. like that which was great no i think i think it was about two weeks sorry yeah which is really good um just and you, had, you took time off, Shane? Yes, yeah, so, I did, yeah. yeah. So I had four weeks in total off from work. Right. Um, and then, was it four weeks? I might be lying. Mm-hmm. It was a good Sorry, amount of time. I can't remember. No, it was you're either, right. It was either four weeks or eight weeks. It was yeah. a good amount of time, yeah. though. Yes, yeah, it was really good. It was yeah. enough time to um, support and take care of them both. And yeah. help with that transition. Correct. That yeah, your wife yeah. was experiencing. And also be involved in the parenting so that you, you know, we spoke about this in an episode with Katie. So many dads go back to work so quickly and they're not involved in that day-to-day care with their children. And so then there's this divide between the couple and often the mum feels like the dad doesn't know what they're doing and or the yeah. dad doesn't feel confident or I shouldn't say dad, non-birthing partner doesn't feel confident in providing care to the child. So when you get to actually stay home with your baby for a good few weeks when they're first born, it just makes such a big difference. It does, yeah. Yeah. It really does. And I think the – it's for, – for myself, um, the 
research I did prior to uh, having our first son was that there's been a bit of a, a very small generational change with with um, partners and well, I shouldn't just say partners, but but from males yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, instead of being that go back to work, have no connection with your, your yes. kids early on is why can't we share that load? Yeah. Why can't we share that responsibility and have that connection with them early on? Next time on No Place Like Home. In health, in, in medicine, in the medical field, not having those people skills to mm. actually sit down and explain stuff in a calm and simplified approach. Yeah. Don't use heavy medical jargon. Just yeah. dull it down so everyone can understand what's going on, what's happening, and give them a choice and a voice. This podcast represents the opinions of our hosts and their guest speakers. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. This podcast is for informational purposes only and content here should not be taken as medical or professional advice. Please consult your healthcare professional for any personal recommendations and medical care. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate based on the best available information at the time of recording, we welcome any comments, suggestions or feedback via our website contact form, home.com.au forward slash contact. Names and details of personal experiences may have been changed to allow for anonymity and privacy. To join the conversation, join us on social media at Home Postpartum.